Those that are tuning in live, thank you for tuning in live Sunday morning. We have people that tune in from the West Coast and live. God bless them. So there are people that are up now at 6 a.m. So we thank you for that always. For those of you who are here, whenever you're here, uh, we're honored that you're with us whenever it is that you're with us. So if you're watching this live or on the mail, listen to this to any any point, we thank you. Uh, we've been we've been delving into the world of of happiness. Really, it's it's a lot of what we've been building towards from the beginning. I think we're like you know I don't know um, episode one oh something, and a lot of what we've been trying to accomplish together is this we would call like let's say the coffee approach towards life, which is slow sips allowing it to get in versus the quick I heard it and I move on with my day way of looking at the world and the goal really here for the boost is not just like catch and go it's not a fast food restaurant the goal is for us to spend a little bit of time every day like thinking through things and we've been spending time in this world of happiness because really that's the that's the key to everything it's the key to everything on so many levels that if you approach your life empowered, your life's going to be different no matter what comes your way. This takes place. If you look at the world of research, science, and the studies that we did about what it does to young people, what it does to people before they do a work. We, we saw the studies with surgeons, studies with children, um, just in life. Happiness leads to success, and this also applies very much so, as it very, very much does, and hopefully we're going to do a lot here on the show, this interplay between science and spirituality, very much in the world of spirituality. There's a command to be always happy. Happiness is a core piece of our, our work in this world. It allows our soul to have expression. Where we left off last week was this idea of overwhelming your mind with happiness right? It's going on the offensive for the sports fans that watch, that are here with me. You know that when you're a kid, if you, if you played sports at any point in your life, you had some coach tell you that the best defense is offense, right? If you want to really protect yourself, if you want to make sure nobody scores on you, stay on offense. Because if you're on offense, you win. If you're a football team and, you're, and the offense is on the field for like nine minutes, the defense, their team can't play. Your defense is something you can get on the field. The best defense is offense. The best defense to disempowerment is being on offense with your happiness, with your empowerment. That means you don't wake up in the morning and hope that it works out for you. Why would you do that for? Why would you wake up in the morning and hope it works out? Do you hope you'll get a check to pay your mortgage? Do you hope there'll be food in your fridge that someone will buy for you? Do you hope that like you'll be safe so you just wake up anywhere? Do you just do, do we do that in any area of our lives? That we don't do anything proactively, we just expect it? That's not faith. Faith isn't you sit around and do nothing and God's supposed to poof and give you miracles. Faith is faith isn't a remote control. Faith is the understanding that God runs the world and we have to do the best that we can. Is there ever a time in our life to, if our children were like, I hope I do well in school. You're like, well, you haven't opened the book. You're like, yeah, don't worry about it. It'll work out. You're like, no, well, you got to know math. If you're going to 
past your regions. You don't hope to be empowered. It's way too important to hope for it. You have to be proactive to be empowered. It's work. That's why it's called a mitzvah. A mitzvah is a commandment. A commandment means you're going to do something. The action of happiness means you must be proactive for it. So when you begin your day, we begin our day looking for strategies and for tactics and techniques to overwhelm our minds with things that will lead to happiness. Again, I think I spoke this last week, but I want to make sure it's clear. I got an email with someone last week saying that I said that happiness is, is, a, is not a choice, it's an emotion. I was just adding a piece. Happiness really is the emotion, right? The choice is what you do with things that will then lead you to happiness. So we got to always be in the game, which is what this week is going to be about. What are the proactive things that I can do on a consistent basis to overwhelm my mind, my schema, my filter with things that will now allow me to be happy before anything even happens, regardless of how anything happens, which is what gratitude really is. Gratitude is a way of bringing up things that I've missed that I now lack happiness for. I lack an enjoyment for things in my life that I am not grateful for. So now I have it in my life, but I don't appreciate it in my life. What good is a brand new Tesla sitting in your driveway if you never drive it? If you loved cars and someone bought you a Ferrari and there is no traffic rules and you can do whatever you want, right? If, I, if someone gifted you a private jet, what good is it if you never use it? What good? is all the things that happen in your life if you don't enjoy it anymore. How, what, I can almost imagine like, like a person standing before God and being like, God, what, what's, what, I thought you were supposed to give me a good life. And God's like, what are you crazy? Look at what I gave you. It's like what? Just like a wife and kids and just like what? God's like, do you realize you walked the streets and nobody, like do you realize what you had? You realize you went to the store and there were more things available to you than anybody? Like, do you realize these things? Like this has become like, cliche to us even when i say it it's cliche it's cliche to be appreciative of little things like it's so not sophisticated like as if like being sophisticated is like is like being able to look past the small things in life i just saw this quote i'm gonna mess it up but andy will get it right so don't worry it says you measure life not by what you can buy. You measure life by how many things you have in life that money can't buy. Andy's looking this up as we speak. Don't worry. Either if you're on Zoom or you're live, you'll get this. You measure your life by how many things you have in your life that money can't buy. Friendship. Wisdom. These are great things. So the beginning of gratitude is the understanding that what gratitude is doing for me, it is my muscle that I am stretching every day to now take the things that I have, enjoy them, which will then overwhelm my mind with positivity. And now I will begin my day empowered regardless of what happens before me. But as you build those gratitude muscles, 
it does something else from you is it starts to change your relationship to the world in front of you. Now, remember, you can't engage in the world without having a perspective, a frame. It's the frame. Remember, the world is neutral. It's the frame that, right, you can't buy love. It's the frame that we use. What frame are we using every day? Right? Remember, what's so important, you ever have, you ever have this where, like, you're talking to somebody, maybe it's a child or a spouse, and if, if you pay attention, you find that they always report the negative. You ever have this? Regular people. Like they report to you, like when you catch up on your day, like, like they report to you negativity. Like, you know, do you hear what, can you imagine what he did? Like when you come home, how was your day? Right? Fine. Can you believe what he did? Can you believe what she did? You ever have that feeling where like somebody checks in with you and like they're awesome on the outside and when they come back, it's like, how was your day? It was, it was harder. It was hard. Did you ever have that where like to the outside world, everything seems fine. And they re- it really is fine. I'm talking about like when like someone's like struggling. I mean, like just in general. And then when it comes down to you, like they report whatever is the negative part of the day. You ever hear people talk on the phone and like, did you believe what he did today? Someone come back to their desk. And they're like, yeah, he did what? And they zero in on the negative over here on the train to people talking and 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 people are constantly like you can almost see them sort of cherry picking the negative because the negative is juicier you see negative is juicier than positive negative information is newsworthy you're never going to put on the news and it'll say, it's a wonderful day here today. It's 76 degrees and gorgeous. This random family is making a wedding and that's just so pretty. It's so nice. And like just two people get married and like, oh, by the way, I mean, what we, we just figured we would just go to a playground and watch kids play, especially today. Can you imagine kids are playing in the playground? They're happy. Like, it's just so great. So like we just figured today for the news story at 12, we're just going to cover kids playing and look how nice that is the dad is right but look at the mom and the lake there's no like breaking news things are really okay like breaking news the security is doing wonderful they just signed the deal even if you look at politics you almost when there's a breaking news story you get it but like you almost never see like the the thing that happened a while ago is actually working well you don't even see really breaking news so much. Things are getting better. I don't see that. Maybe you see that. I don't see like breaking news. The stats are going like this or things are moving in the right direction or it looks like. The breaking news is usually there's a problem. Breaking news usually we have, there's something negative. They're not breaking news that crime is down. They're breaking news that crime is up. Because negative things are juicy, different, and newsworthy. That's how it works. We're always primed to survive. Now, when you live this way, you realize it's not just the news outlets that are sending you, which is, this is why, by the way, and we've spoken about this before, but it's so critical to review these things. This is why if you watch news indiscriminately, you are prepping yourself to be negative, unless it's your job. If you are in a job 
that needs the news, watch the news. I did this when I was in one of earlier on, I was spending my time running a division called capital markets in the real estate firm. I had to watch CNBC every day. I was constantly responding to people's questions about the economy. I did not watch news. I watched CNBC. That's business news. Even that was driving me insane. If you watch news more than you need, you are unnecessarily filling yourself with negativity. Because once you get the beginning or the high level or whatever the things you need, the what you get after that is a repeating of newsworthy stories, which is typically negative. And you'll find, whether they're newsworthy or not, you'll find people are like this. When people are whispering, it's usually negative. You find that. Usually when you're dealing with certain people, there's a certain propensity to share. How's your day to like go into the negative? Can we talk for a second? What, what's going on? I just got to talk to you about something. What? Things are amazing. I just want to say thank you. That never happens. When someone just has to talk to you, usually it's negative. It's because negative things are juicier. Politics, like not real politics, like community politics is juicy. I once overheard, I kid you not, I kid you not, I once overheard a woman on the phone who was the head of the sisterhood and she was yelling at somebody else because the rabbi had come down to the, to make a kiddish, which is like a, uh, like a refreshments, if you will, after synagogue. And he used the cups that belonged to the sisterhood without permission. It was like, you would think like he mistakenly sent the nuclear codes to Iran. Like how did, how do you get there? It's just a life of highlighting things that are negative. Negative speech about people. Getting, just listening to the gossip. When we live this way, we're framing our minds to look at the world and to look at ourselves and to find stimulus that's negative. And we don't even realize it. We think we're just being a good friend. Sometimes being a good friend is trying to artfully cut off the negativity. Sometimes being a good friend is being proactive with positive things to each other. Sometimes being a good teacher, you ever have this where like certain school administrators always call you for negative? You just always seem to find something wrong with your kid? It's always something. There's a, a sense that when life is fine, rabbis have this sometimes, where they always are called by their con congregants for negativity. And whenever things go well, no one calls them back. You know how many rabbis have said this to me? You know how many people have said this to me? When, someone, when something bad is going on, I'm there. It could be two in the morning. If there's a problem, you call the rabbi or you call the mentor, or you call whatever, your mom. And when it, don't work, and when it works out, and things are good, you, f you forget to call back, go, oh, by the way, your advice mates, why, why can't you share the positive? Because the positive, it's just different. It's not as urgent. So when we wake up in the morning and we do gratitude exercises, 
when we recognize that we've got this pill called gratitude, this isn't Pollyannish. You have to recognize life. You have to be aware, but this is actually the opposite. And here's why. One of the reasons why a person can't see his own or her own faults or can't see the negativity in the situation in front of them properly is not because they're trying to discard it. It's because they don't have the bandwidth to deal with it. They don't have the bandwidth because they're, they're living on thin ice. And if you just go any further into seeing problems that are real, it, it like can throw them when you wake up in the morning and when you go through your day and you're framing yourself constantly to find the gratitude in something, forget the next thing we'll talk about meaning and appreciation. We'll, we'll get there. Just the gratitude, basic gratitude, an honor to be here. I can't believe I have this. I'm slowing down to appreciate this. This tastes amazing. This day is beautiful. Even if it's hotter than you expected, it's still beautiful. Like I'm sitting in my house and I have a roof over my, like the stuff that we forget about. I'm calling a friend to tell them how much I appreciate them. I'm just going to wake up in my morning. This, by the way, I did this for a while. This is an awesome exercise. I stopped doing this for no reason because I'm just lazy. But I did this for, I once did this for like 40 straight days and it like exploded my brain. I once did a thing where every day when I started my day, I had to make one phone call, email, or text to a person thanking them for something specific. Incredible. Thanking them for being a good friend thanking them for what they did for me three months ago. I don't know. Or, or, or complimenting them on something. It, it was awesome. I called a guy and just want to say, by the way, I compliment them. I saw a video of yours. It, you were, you're incredible. Like crazy stuff. It blows your day open. Gratitude. You're thanking people for being them. You're thanking God for giving you your life. You're thanking the, the person behind the counter for taking care of you this morning. You, when you begin your day proactively in the world of gratitude, what happens is you go on the offensive. And not only are you gaining the pleasure that you get from things that you didn't appreciate or from the interaction with the person in front of you who now is so touched that there are a thousand people getting coffee in the morning. You're the only one that sincerely, not thanks, but sincerely thank them for something specific. You call the person over and saying, tell the chef this was delicious. That's like, thanks. You call somebody and you say, I just wanted to let you know what you did was amazing. I was thinking about your health, whatever. A counselor for your kid in day camp. When, when we condition gratitude to the, begin, to the beginning of our day, it changes not only the level of things that we bring in, it changes the frame for the rest of the day. It's so enjoyable to be positive 
that we don't want to get lost in negativity. And when we have to deal with an issue, it's in the context of so much more positivity so we can grapple with it. It's not going to throw us. We're not going to come home with like our head down and have our family or our friends have to deal with us this way. And we're going to continue this. We're going to continue this because there's other things, meaning and purpose and whatever. All right, let's do this. Let's let's try to pick a couple of things to do. There's a lot of work that we can do together. Let's just pick one or two for, for this week. Try Let's try this week. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Wherever you are, here's what we're going to do. Try doing it this week, and then we'll talk about it on Thursday. I have two assignments for you this week. One, wake up in the morning, whether you're writing it or you're saying it. If you're writing it, awesome for the for my journalers. Four things that you're grateful for. like, But really, like, really get it. Two. This is going to be amazing. You ready? Five days. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Five days. Starting today. Text, email, or call one person once a day and say thank you for something. Compliment or thank you. Anything. I want to thank you for, I want to just tell you that you're good at, I saw you last week. Anything. Don't, don't do it. Do it. You'll see. You'll see what it'll do five days it is the most incredible thing and if you can't find anyone to say thank you to or compliment then just check in to see how they're doing how about that hi so and so it's been a while just check in and see how everything's going summertime is coming to an end quarantine how's the family doing someone who you don't talk to every day once a day we begin to go on the offensive let's play offense with our lives Totally different game. All right. Thanks so much for being here today. With God's help, I can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.